0: Welcome to this podcast message from Kingdom Faith Um, It's great to be here again amongst you because it is uh, the 16th of December uh, we flew out on our uh, a holiday to see family over Christmas. Uh, first of all, to Abu Dhabi, uh, Dubai, sorry. Um, <laughs> Abu Dhabi, Dubai. <laughs> um, and from Dubai, we went to Australia. Uh, we went to the East Coast, uh, and to Canberra, and to Brisbane. Uh, we had some time uh, swimming with sharks. Um, it was literally, I went scuba diving. And um, we saw a shark literally on the bottom of the ocean. And uh, it was one of those uh, ones that remained asleep most of the time. So we were okay. Uh, But no, it was an amazing time. And then we went to Perth. Um, Perth is an amazing place. Uh, That's obviously where Mike comes from. Uh, So we've got back. Uh, But we're now excited about what God wants to do in 2019 you know we're at the beginning of something fresh something new and god never wants to repeat what he's done before but he wants us to advance into all that he has planned and purpose for us in this coming year you know there's times where you know many of you know that i have studied revival histories Um, And every revival, every move of God has different connotations about it. There are differences. But there are some fundamentals as well that come right through all of those things. And one is a praying people. One is what coming with an intensity and a cry from the heart. And I, I believe that God is... Going to stir us in prayer this year in a way that um, some of you might have had before, but for some it will be very new. I don't know if you know about travailing in prayer. Uh, There's ministries of tears where God gets hold of a group of people, sometimes an individual. And we begin to get hold of something of God's heart for Sometimes an individual, sometimes it's a bit about a situation. But for me, God is wanting to do something so fresh and new amongst us. And I believe in the body of Christ too in this nation. And, you know, if you want a title for today, I just believe God's saying no room for distractions. There's no room for distractions. That's for your individual lives, wherever God has you. If your marketplace ministry, whatever, there's no room for distractions in your life or my life this year. Because we need to remain focused. Quickly turn to Luke chapter 9. And I've just got two scriptures very briefly that I want to share with you. And in Luke chapter 9, verse 51, it says this, As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. We had a a scripture from Joshua chapter 1, where the children of Israel set out on a course to completely take over the land of Israel. It was to push out everything of the darkness that was there so that the Israelites, the kingdom of God, could come and begin to advance into that place. And then the children of Israel resolutely set a course to ensure that they were obedient to what God was asking of them. In this particular passage of scripture, Jesus resolutely set his face towards Jerusalem because he knew that there was a purpose that God had for him in that place. We, you, me, I believe the church in this nation, need to resolutely set our face towards God's purposes for us this year. What is God's purposes for? For us to be obedient people. Obedience is something that I believe that needs to be again communicated right across our church in this nation. Where people obediently do what God asks them to do. We obediently come before him so that we can hear what he says every single day of our life. So that we can resolutely follow that plan and purpose for our life. Corporately together, the body of Christ. We need to be people who are listening to the prophetic voice of God so that we can resolutely set our face towards that purpose. And therefore, we're not getting distracted by anything else that comes our way. Brexit could be a distraction. It could be. Getting involved with a particular need or situation, you know, could become a distraction. I know that there's some um, amazing charities out there that started as a Christian charity. Set themselves very clearly the gospel message coming through their work, the outworking of that charitable <laughs> deeds. But in one way or another, they have lost their way and they've got so caught up with the purpose that they've missed what God was saying in and through that particular situation and circumstance. That's why we need to be resolutely focused on what God is asking us to do so that we do not become distracted. There's another famous scripture or very popular scripture that many people have read over and over again in Luke chapter 10. And again, I'm just reading from verse 38. And Jesus and his disciples were on the way. He came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. Somebody's at the door. We need to let him in. Maybe God. (laughs) She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparation that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and is not to be taken away from her. Now, I've looked in Wikipedia. It's really good Google, isn't it? And I've just looked at the word distraction. And I'll just read what it says in Wikipedia. It says, Distraction is the process of diverting the attention of an individual or group from a desired area of focus and therefore blocking or diminishing the reception of desired information. Distraction is caused by the lack of ability to pay attention, lack of interest in the object of attention, or the great intensity, novelty or attractiveness of something other than the object of attention. Both are external and internal distractions, Contribute to the interference of focus. That's why I believe God's saying very clearly to us this year that there is no room for distractions. No room for other things to come into our lives or into our situations that take us away from that plan and purpose that God has for your life, wherever that may be, whether you're university, whether you're in hospital, in doctor. Where is Georgie, by the way? he he gone? He's gone to work. Sorry, I saw him before, and then suddenly, where's he gone? <laughs> He's vanished, fractured, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you believe that. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, just one of those things that we can, I just got distracted. Put, I'm putting this into practice. I lost focus for a moment. And you can see how easily it is to lose focus. It's easy to be distracted. And how many of us know that when we're reading the word or we're praying, how easily other things can come in to distract us from Even that time with the Lord, whether it's in the morning, afternoon, evening, it's so easy to become distracted, isn't it? Something happens and it just turns our attention away. And it's just then very, very difficult to come and set our minds again on prayer and the word. That's why I believe this year is so, so important that we do not allow distractions in our life, but we are resolute in our focus, our attention on doing what pleases him. What he wants for your life and for my life. What he wants for us as a family of God. And you know that I've had Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 4, um, that's going around in my own heart and mind that we need to be a people who are devoted to the word of God, the apostles' teaching. We need to be people who are devoted to prayer. We need to be devoted to the fellowship. And we need to be devoted to the breaking of bread. Those are four principles that were very much alive within the church, the early church in the Acts of the Apostles. And for me, those things are In the scriptures for our learning, not just because it's black and white in a book, but because God wants us to do it. And so, therefore, we need to be resolute and set our minds, our focus on the apostles' teaching. We need to be resolute, focused, not distracted from the fellowship. There are thousands upon thousands of people in London who... Would say that they're Christians, they're believers in Jesus Christ, but don't go anywhere on a Sunday to church. There's thousands across this city, and you can multiply that across our nation, where people have, for whatever reason, they've got distracted, they have lost focus. They've lost the understanding that the body of Christ, you and us getting together, hearing God together, is so so important, so crucial. In my understanding of what that scripture in Acts chapter two is talking about, does it have to be in a church like this? No, it can be in your home. It can be out on the street with Kurt, with Church Without Walls. It can be in the Supernatural School of Supernatural Ministry, London School of Supernatural Ministry. Did I get that right? I want to welcome Andrew, who's the director of the school, uh, London School of Supernatural Ministry, which is linked to Bethel. So it's great to see you here this morning. Didn't get distracted there. <laughs> but there's there's something I believe that God wants to say to every single one of us. If we're going to be who God wants us to be. I believe that there is a resetting that God wants for your life and my life. I believe God wants us all to have a determination, not just to go with what we have known. Several of us have been in church all of our lives. And if we continue just to do what we know what we can do in church, then we'll get the same results. Nothing will change. Yes, God could be around. We could have good meetings. We can have different times where the prophetic comes in. Sometimes, you know, we give it over to the worship and the worship can flow for the whole hour and a half. But in my heart, in my spirit, I want this church and I want the body of Christ in this city to be the church of Jesus Christ as he sees it, not just as I see it. I want the church to be the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I want us to be involved in each other's lives and the wider body of Christ. Because it is about the kingdom, not just about kingdom faith. Kingdom faith, I believe, has a part to play, just like the London School of Supernatural Ministry, just like Church Without Walls. We've all got a part to play in what God is wanting to do in our city, but we need to be resolute. We can't become distracted with the externals of things that can happen that may be good, but we can so easily lose sight, lose focus of why And why God wants us to be in a place or in a situation. God has put you in positions. I believe that. You're not where you are currently by accident. And yes, it may be that you are looking for a new job. It may be that you are looking for something fresh, something different. But you're not there by accident at this moment in time. God knows where you are. And there's a purpose that God has for you in this moment. It may be a short period of time or it may be an elongated period of time. But God knows. God sees you. And whether you're here in this country just for a a year or two or a month or two, don't just dismiss that. Say, God, I want to make sure that whatever you want to teach me in this particular season of time, I want to take hold of that. I don't want to lose sight of your purpose in my life. And please, I'm, I'm there for revival. I'm there for a move of God. I want to see what has God, God's done in Argentina. I want to see what God's done in Brazil. I want to see what God's done All over our nation, in Iran, it's the fastest growing church at this moment in time. And that's a closed country to the gospel, but it's the fastest growing church. Come on. In China, it's still growing strong, the underground church. They're trying to control it, but the church is growing strong. And yes, I believe that there will be times and pressure will come upon the church in this nation and I believe that that's going to, it has already started, but it will continue next year, this year. That there will be a pressure upon the church in this, ni- in this land. And what then the, comes out of the church, because it's pressurised, I believe God wants it to be, why? Because we're focused, we're not being distracted. It comes up with purity. It comes up with the Christ-likeness that he wants for each and every one of us so that when that pressure comes for your life my life it's not something that is negative that comes out it's something that's positive something that's full of life see i believe that god wants to a lot more healings in this this nation i believe god wants to demonstrate his goodness i believe god wants to demonstrate his love I don't want to see anybody who's sick in this place. I don't. I don't want this, our church, I don't want it to be in any of the churches in this city. I believe that our faith needs to arise. And where does faith come from? Faith comes from hearing him. And because we are resolute and we're focused upon who he is, not allowing distractions, I believe that we will be in a right place situation where we can hear what God's saying to us and that will increase our faith and because we sort of saying yes Lord you said it I'm going to believe it I'm not going to allow the enemy to rob from me because you've spoken something over my life you've spoken about the goodness of the Lord over my life I'm not letting that go and we can be confident then because we've heard God some of you have got great big plans for this year I just want to encourage you that every step you're listening to what God's saying so that the faith may arise in your heart within your spirit saying, God, you've spoken. So it's yes and amen in Christ Jesus. So faith is going to increase in this place. I believe that because we're going to take hold of all that God has planned for us as a group of people. I believe God is going to create a healthy body here. And I'm not just talking about numbers. I'm just talking about health. Something healthy grows. And I believe that you will grow. I believe people around you will grow spiritually. I've grown physically over this last three, four weeks in Australia. And that needs to go. Don't distract me. Don't distract me. (laughs) But, you know, all of us know how easy it is to be distracted. So easy. Life can become a distraction. And I just really believe God's saying, set your face like flint. Be resolute. In your pursuing of God this year. That's one of the reasons why I sent um, on the email that we send out each week. About the Bible reading plans. Because I want us all to not be distracted from getting hold of the word of God for ourselves. On your church there's a Bible reading plan as well. You can use them. You could have a Bible reading plan of your own. It doesn't matter. For me, it's about getting into the word so we don't become distracted with the worldliness that is around us. That we're focused upon what God is saying to us, digesting what he is wanting to communicate. We begin to understand the Lord Jesus Christ in a new and powerful way. We begin to see what he says to us about different things, different circumstances. And sometimes when we are challenged, that's when the fellowship of the, the, the body comes together and sort of saying, look, stand with me. You know, I need a new job. Stand with me, please. And that's when the body of Christ can come together, standing strong. We can inc- see our faith arise, increase, because we see what God has planned for us together so exciting so exciting what God wants to do in this year but he wants us to do it together and whether you're a visitor here you're still part of the body of Christ and so for me I am talking about the body of Christ and we're just a representative of that in this place so I'm including you in this conversation because God doesn't want you to be distracted like Mary and Martha, you know, Mary was doing things. And in, in one sense, she was doing okay. It was, it was preparation for what was about to come. And so that's not negative. It was just that Mary sat at Jesus' feet because she, Jesus said she chose the better way in that situation. Yes, we're going to have work to do And I'm not saying that we suddenly all quit our jobs and all sit at Jesus' feet for the next 12 months. I don't believe that that's what God's saying at all. I believe God wants us to be completely involved in the things that he's presenting to us. But he also wants us to ensure that Christ is included in that and that we don't allow work to distract we don't allow illness to distract us we don't allow obstacles other to overcome not to distract any obstacle that does come in our way we can say okay lord how do i get over this and maybe that you do need two or three other people around you to come and pray to see that obstacle removed in the name of jesus so no distractions and we're going to come back over these next weeks regarding these scriptures, the Murray and Martha that have been resolute. In that other scripture, it goes on to talk about many people wanted to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, but they got distracted by the things of this world and therefore they stopped following Jesus as a result of these obstacles. I don't want that for any one of us this year. I want us to be healthy. I want us to be growing people because we're growing in the things of God. Why? Because God has a plan and purpose. So we resolutely set our eyes upon him to do what he chooses for us. Could we please stand? Thank you, Father. I just believe that right at the beginning of this year, that word reset is something that God, I believe, wants for all of us in a one way or another. That we reset our life to be one that is not going to be distracting or be distracted by anything that goes on. Just in your own words in your own language I just want you to say to the Lord if this is what you want to say to him Lord I don't want any room for distractions in my life this year. Just use your own words. Begin to pray around that that sentence. No room for distractions. No room for distractions. Use your own words to say these things. Lord, I just ask you that you'll enable me to resolutely follow you. Follow the path that you have for my life. I want to resolutely follow you throughout every day of this year. I don't want to become distracted, Lord, but I want to be like a Murray who sits